money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Good, because this is the show where you and I, Dave and Reb, for those of you who haven't been listening, sometimes I don't do that intro, but my name is Dave Van Oppen, my wife Reb. We are talking about the hard issues around money. Every week we dig into just a, a little, it's really a little tidbit. It's kind of like a Tim Hortons tidbit. Every week you get a, just a little <laughs> bite of something different around money, around the heart, around how the heart and our heads and money all interact. And we've been having just a hoot with the guests we've we've been bringing on the show. Well, and the last few weeks we've talked about fear. So, you know, that that's some heavy topics we've come off of too. Sometimes they're nice little tidbits and Tim Hortons moments, but sometimes they're like steak and potatoes. So <laughs> some of those moments are, are hard to listen to, I'm sure, as the listeners would agree. But well, they're designed to chew on for yeah. a little bit uh, <laughs> yeah, after steak. the show is right, over, steak, right? right? So you got it. So, <laughs> so today, you've got a I've got somewhere some where to yes. start, and, yes. and we have been talking about fear. And so, you know, we both looked at each other and went, you know. Sometimes you just just get tired. tired. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, when we're pedaling the bike as fast as we can, and there's so much going on, and and a lot of it is good. A lot of it yes. is is awesome stuff, and and we're dealing with our own stuff, like you know. Well, whatever. and just we should just remind you if you haven't listened to us before, we have five children, mm-hmm. twenty and down, to uh, show. Actually, she just turned six, so that's pretty exciting. It's uh, amazing, and we have a business called More Than Enough Financial Fitness, and we we don't just talk money on Fridays, but we actually talk money all week long <laughs> with people, and we do mortgages and taxes, and the biggest piece is coaching. We're, we're an office of coaches that help people with their finances on their financial journey, sometimes getting them out of debt, sometimes helping them come up with a plan to keep going in the right direction and we do workshops and seminars so we have all this going around and um, one thing that came up this last little while is um, we phrased it financial fatigue Mm -hmm. where you know Dave asks me every week are you ready to talk money and some weeks I'm thinking not really but we're going to talk about it anyway because sometimes you just get tired and I'm sure our listeners so we thought well, if we're tired sometimes, perhaps uh, the, you guys, you who listen, are getting tired. You're tired of thinking about your debt. You're tired of thinking about your visa bill. You're tired of thinking about how you're going to pay your taxes. You're tired, 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 tired. And we use that word a lot in our world because we are tired. We're either not sleeping or we're not getting the rest we need or our life is so full because we're coming home from um, you know, I can I can give you all kinds of scenarios where we get our fatigue from, but it plays into and rolls over into our finances. So I'm going to read a scripture that I know doesn't talk directly to money. And before you do that, I mean, we part of that whole the 
I guess the the culture here on the Let's Talk Money show at More mm-hmm. Than Enough, we we take the biblical foundation, right? right? The Bible a- and and is one of the pillars that when we're talking about money, it's it's not just our reference point, but it is also the flow out of, of how we make money decisions and, and what God says about it. There's significant, significant um, scriptures about money. There's significant examples of interacting because guess what? Money is part of life on this earth. Right, so, and Jesus had over 2,000 verses that he put in his word on paper that we can read about for, for finding how to live biblically with our finances. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this morning, I didn't pick a one directly related to finances, but I wanted to answer the question, what do we do with our financial fatigue? Mm-hmm. Well, in general, Jesus calls us to something, and I'm going to read it, and many of us know this verse, but I want to read it in context of the verses that come before it, because if you've listened to us at all, I love context. So, Scripture, Matthew eleven twenty-seven to 30. All things have been, this is Jesus speaking, red letter. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. There's so much in these verses, but what I love is it's an invitation of Christ to come to him. When we're fatigued and burdened and overwhelmed, we know this, church listening, we know this. We have heard it a million times from the pulpit. But my question is, how good are we at coming to him? Because the context of the preceding verses are in light of who the Father is. He, Jesus, is inviting us to come to him because he says, those to whom the Son chooses to reveal the Father, that's who is going to see the Father. Well, then who does he invite? All the people who are weary, all the people who are heavy laden. He says, all things have come to me from the Father. No one knows me except the Father, and no one knows the Father except me. So I'm going to introduce you to the Father. Mm. Come to me. Give me your burden. Lay down your pack horse. Untie, put him up. I'll, I'll feed your horse. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of your family. Your family can go have a little nap in the house. You come to me, and you take all that burden off your back. And I'm going to introduce you to the Father. We're going to sit on the front porch, and we're going to sit, and we're going to have a conversation. I, I'm very visual, so I actually see the burden like coming off my back as I come to Christ. I come to where he is because he promises to lighten the load. He says you will find rest. So the answer to our issue of financial fatigue is coming to him and connecting with Jesus so that he reveals the Father. And what is he going to show us? How much the Father loves us, how much we can just be in his presence without having to strive. All the circumstances are going to have to get dealt with, but he's going to show us how to do that as we rest in him. And that's 
that's maybe very well how do you do that practically but yeah and, and you know we've been talking about in the last number of weeks about fear we introduced that topic more than a few weeks ago just a, about trusting the father and the, and knowing that his heart for us is good mm-hmm. and and that's such a paradigm shift right especially i mean for me a guy it's like do accomplish task oriented and and god comes to me with relationship he comes to me relationally <laughs> and i go okay does not <laughs> compute. Um, just give me the task. Send me out. That's good. I'll get her done kind of thing. And, and you know, Jesus is really saying, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Yes, there's time for that. Yes, absolutely. But you're going to get tired. You're going to get tired doing the task. And we see Jesus pull his disciples in and say, let's go to a quiet place. We see Jesus do the same. And so, again, looking at Scripture and how Christ modeled living here on earth he was tired. He but, got tired. And if we don't get our tank filled up, if we don't come to the Father and the Son and the Spirit in relationship, we're not going to understand we're loved. Mm-hmm. We're I, At least the kind of people you and I are, we're worker bees. We are drones and we're working, 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 working. And it takes often, and it has taken God uh uh, through the use of circumstances, us drawing and hauling us back to the trough and mm-hmm. saying, enough. Mm-hmm. You you are who I made you to be, not to do. And sometimes that's just a really hard lesson for people like you and I, I think. And and how do you do it practically? There's no you know guideline. You have to discover, every listener out there has to discover for themselves what it means to rest. And I know in my seasons, you know that very well. I knew something was wrong, and it took my dear friend uh, and mentor from out west out of the blue calling me and said, what's going on? I've been praying for you. And she had to tell me how to rest. She had to tell me, this is what you do. A, B, C, this is how you're going to do it for the next three months. And I followed her instructions. It was the best thing I ever did. And and we want to do that a little bit today in the show with your finances, because We've, we've been talking about just our physical fatigue, but there's also this financial fatigue that goes on. And so, well, you know, a couple of indicators that you're financially <laughs> fatigued, uh, you know, one of them is it's just, you just don't care anymore, right? So mm-hmm. you just kind of go there and say, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to the talk mall, to me, talk right. to the hand, whatever the result is, right? I'm turning on the Netflix or whatever the result is, is, you know, in a sense, talk to the hand, I don't want to talk money. And, you know, unfortunately, currency works, it's always in motion. There's all, you know, turn the light on, you're paying for electricity, you know. So all of those things need, need We can't to get away we from financial away. responsibility. This is the, the part that we're, we're talking about. You can't get away from it, nor should you. Mm-hmm. But there are, da- you, it's just that word we can't, is avoidance. You are not facing your finances, right? In our seminars, we talk about financial awareness creates empowerment. Well, often we've been so facing our finances as we're just done. I know for David and I, we just stop talking about it. We'll say, let's go for dinner, and then we don't talk about how we're going to pay for it. We both know we might not have the money for it, but we go out anyway. It was we just don't want to face it. We don't want to talk about it. And eventually, we'll talk about it later on, and we'll say, this is what happened. Yeah, it's who leaves the restaurant first. You know, <laughs> I'm going first. You, you're stuck with the bill. <laughs> no. but, but that avoidance piece is huge. You just... Mm-hmm. Or the 
avoiding it. You don't. You either don't care and you go to the mall and spend money anyway that you don't have, or you just that they're all related. Not caring and avoiding it are all are related pieces. And again, you you'll gravitate towards the things that you think will bring you rest. And and, and again, sometimes we're spending time and energy and 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 what limited resources we have, and and we spend that on the things that we think will bring us rest. When in fact, there's all this stuff going on in our finances, uh, in behind the scenes, which are not being addressed. And so when we go back to financial awareness creates empowerment. Sometimes you just need to get somebody to help you open the mail. Well, but I was just thinking here, you go spend money and go to the mall and all that. It creates more financial stress in the end, which will create more fatigue in the end, which Mm -hmm. is it's a cycle. It's a crazy cycle. And you someone's got to stand up and say, okay, enough of this. But another um, like a simple sign that you're wondering if you're financially fatigued, you're just not making wise choices. Mm -hmm. Simple decisions become overwhelming to you. Should you buy the butter at this store or should you buy it at another store? Because like I'm, it sounds silly, but for someone who's financially fatigued and on the edge of it, Mm -hmm. overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. the butter price could send you over Mm -hmm. and that will be an indicator or, or your kids are asking for something and you know, you just can't do it. But and that just stresses you out, puts you into tears. You know, there's some things that are 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 signs to you. You know, your emotions are a sign to you. Your your inability to buy butter or eggs or you know, it's just too much. And you know what? I'm just telling you, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I I we've been there. I have been there. I manage a house. I buy groceries. You clean. You cook. You go to work. You take care of the kids' homework. You do the extracurricular activities. We're there. Mm -hmm. We get it. Mm -hmm. But that's why we're saying to you, you still have to be intentional. It's okay that you feel that way. But we're going to tell you maybe some tips to help you. And I guess we go back again to that biggest one is spend time with the Lord and, and see what he says to you about your life. Mm-hmm. And, and there's there's always that that duality, right? You know, we're talking about this quite often. That there's the practical side. Mm-hmm. Again, the bills need to get paid. Sometimes it's just having someone sit down with you and help you to automate some things that you can automate. You know, you get your oh, some yeah. of your bills that's, on a regular. That's cycle, been awesome right? for us. You know, so, yep. so, in a sense. The minimizing the amount that you have to manage on a day-by-day basis when it comes to finances. So you say, okay, once a week I put, you know, I literally go to the, the bank machine and I take out my $100 for groceries and that's what I'm spending. That's a once decision. It's always the same. It's 100 bucks. That's what you have to spend. And then you just go. You just do it in, in a sense that all the emotional about trying to decide how much and should I afford this or can I afford this, this is sometimes when just for, even if it's for a period of time, using cash to help you become tactile again with those things that are causing you stress. I find that very often helps to just bring it back to say, okay, I'm deciding for some of these things that I know need to get paid then we're, we're going to just do that. And, and it, it may be, as I said, it may be getting somebody in at the beginning and just say, okay, I just need somebody to open my mail because I haven't done so in a month. 
I see a uh, bill and yeah. I put it in the bill thing and I just don't open and it. Every, and that pile grows and the stress grows because of it. I think another thing that I'm thinking, you know, you're saying get the cash out, but if I only have $100 and I, and I need to feed my family, that's stressful and fatiguing and you get like, but I only have this much money. And I think coming back to purpose, mm-hmm. coming back to understanding why you're getting your finances in order is huge um, because that's what keeps... Uh, in the fatigue, when we have that North Star, um, Bruce Wilkinson calls that, it's kind of like your North Star, it's your direction point. What's your purpose? What's your goal? What's your dream? You know, you want to get out of debt so that you can make a down payment on a house. Well, then you have decided $100 was it for groceries? Then you you aren't regretting the $100. You're understanding that that $100 cash that you have is actually a good amount because it's going to help you. If you keep with in it it's going to help you reach your purpose and and that that is something you decide that i think if you're fatigued right today and you don't know what your purpose is talking to somebody about what that would be or what your some of your goals and dreams are it's really important to have someone accountable a friend or i mean that's what we do at our at our office with coaching but but it, it can be anyone you trust to help you when you are tired. Keep your purpose your main thing. One of the t- tips that we have had is put your purpose on your fridge. Put it on the fridge. So that when you're like, I want to buy 10 pounds of ice cream this week and just you know, eat it because I'm so like, I'm done with finances. You look over and say, no, but my purpose is to get to school next year. I'm not going to buy the 10 pounds of ice cream. Because I'm, I've got my purpose, and that keeps us navigating and keeps us hopeful. And one of the things that tires us out too is, is the just the pace of life, You're right? And recognizing that we live in a in a crazy fast paced world. So looking outside at at the people around us, at the what's going on. And, and, you know, it, it really is, you know, the entire, all of our community and sphere of influence, if, if, if they're moving at 200 miles an hour, well, we'll just naturally gravitate towards that. And, and the reality is, is most of us are financially fatigued. We might be more fatigued, but financially <laughs> fatigued. And we're going, wait a minute, why are we all traveling well, I was, at 200 miles an hour? I was just, I was just thinking about traveling on the 401. When everyone's going 120, you're all going 120. But if you're really not comfortable driving, at 120 you're like you need to stop and set yourself back to 110 or 105 or pull off and and get a coffee like and that's a great picture because you know get into the slow lane and just say you know what for a period of time and, and we're not talking forever although you might enjoy it in the slow lane that's up to you but the reality is is if you're feeling fatigued then you go all right i need to just pull into the slow lane and i need to to just let things kind of go by me, say no to some opportunities, say no to, to some things that maybe you would have said yes to uh, a year ago. Th- that's okay. You know, it's okay for us to, um, to, 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 in a sense, slow down that financial piece. So when you're making decisions, you say, you know what, I I just have to think, and we have a rule for that. We call that the 24-hour mm. rule. We implement that all the time because our 
our pace is so fast. So you say, you see an opportunity, you see something that's going to take some cash. It wasn't in your spending plan ahead of time. And you're going, wait a minute, I'm just going to wait 24 hours. I'm going to give my chance, myself a chance to slow down and to think about it. And Rebecca, you and I talk about mm-hmm. it and we go, okay, this is a pretty big purchase. Uh, it's over the amount that we have decided is our 24 hour rule. So, so what are we doing with that? Mm-hmm. And we let that sit and we slow it down. And you know what? If the, the sale ends. There is always. The date. That ends. is one thing you've said to me for 25 years. There's always going to be another sale and another deal. They, they don't run out. And as I learned at the mall, apparently they have deals and sales every Saturday at the mall. So, uh, you know, you can always go hit if you really you really have to think about that. Because when, you, when you're in the moment, you think, oh, I'll never get a deal like this ever again. But that's not true. That is such a lie. No, it is. It isn't. But when I, one thing while you were talking, David, was sometimes one of us is tired and the other is is fine one of us is you know what i don't want to do another financial date you know that's a time we set aside for our finances i don't want to do it this way that automation has really helped us lots of things are automated we know exactly when things are going out how they're going out and all of that we just have to make sure the money's in the bank so that can go out but but we were talking about giving grace to each other. Mm-hmm. So if one of you is having trouble in your with financial fatigue, you really have to give grace. So you can say to your spouse, you know what, I'm tired. Can you give me the month off doing finances? You know, we really encourage doing it together, but sometimes you just want a break. And so I think that's a really good way of giving just a little bit of a break. You know, I'll cover it. I might have a few questions for you, honey, and mm-hmm. you know what, that's fine, but just just take your mind off of it. Let let your spouse give you the cash, your allowance, or however you guys work that. Um, and, and you don't have to think about it. Just to give yourself that that rest in your mind. Right, and with the end goal that, you know, recognizing that this is part of the rhythm of life. Right. It's like eating. It's like taking a shower. It's like brushing your teeth, paying the bills. I mean, if we are live in North America then these are some of the things that just need to work into our rhythm of life. And so, you know, I like that, that, uh, that phrase because you know, th- there's a pace and, and we're running at the pace. And, and maybe, you know, we find out, as, as you said earlier, you know, we're just comfortable running at 100 kilometers an hour. And, and I have to confess, there are people that I know who run at a different pace than I do, and it frustrates me. <laughs> And, and sometimes we're like, you could go travel, you could see the world, and you're just content to live at home and and not go anywhere and not do anything. And you know, in some ways, I think you know that's none of our business in one sense. But and, it's and there's a tension there because on is. the other hand, I go, I am driving myself crazy, and I, I think I would like a little bit more of your rhythm and a little little bit less of maybe my rhythm. So you know, you can't look around necessarily no. No. around you to to create that rhythm of life. But I mean, there are books, there are people who you can say, you know what. I, I I like what they're doing and, and, and how the rhythm that they have in their life. So maybe you can take them out for coffee and say, how did you create that? Because it's intentional. It's intentional and it's intentional. If we just take our hands off the steering wheel, then no, disaster no, happens. Right. I mean, that's the greatest picture of driving on the 401 and we just find ourselves running with the crowd mm-hmm. and we've got to put the brake on. 
And yeah. and sometimes you and I have had seasons where the break comes full on. I know last year, last summer, our summer was kind of like mm-hmm. that. And and we, we got off and stayed, stayed at the on route for a while. while. We did, and it was it it wasn't necessarily always <laughs> our choice, but it was really good because the season that we came into in the fall was very different, mm-hmm. and we needed the rest. Mm-hmm. Of that of last summer for what what we we came into, but I think c- coming back to that time with the Father mm-hmm. and the Son and the Spirit, and knowing for your own life where are you at, what season are you in? Um, there's a great great books about the seasons of life: winter, spring, summer, and fall. Where where is your rhythm? Where are you at spiritually? Are you feeling dry spiritually? Because it it could leave you with that. I don't want to deal with my finances because it's just all terrible. Mm-hmm. You feel like there's winter all around you, spiritually, physically, and financially. And in those cases, we strongly recommend you don't get isolated mm-hmm. because regardless of how tired we are, we can't get irresponsible financially. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the messages that Dave and I just said today. Man, you can't you can't let it go because you keep your hands on you the gotta wheel. keep your hands on the steering wheel, but maybe you can slow down mm-hmm. and that and put the brake on put the brake on your whole life so you can maybe it's not because we can think we're financially fatigued, but maybe the financial fatigue has a lot more to do with your spiritual fatigue. Mm-hmm. and your physical fatigue mm-hmm. than it has to do with finances. And once you get those in alignment, once you get connected with Christ, once you get deeper, once you once you stop and rest, you take a bath or you go for a nice long walk, you'll you come back and you're like, "Oh, I could pay my bills." Mm-hmm. And and maybe that's all it takes. But you have to know that with your relationship with your spouse and your family and your relationship with God, what is what is behind what's going on in my heart? Because that's what we, again, it's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. We're fatigued because there's something going on in our heart. And we wanted to circle back around to the verses where, where you started, Reb, where the invitation from Christ is, is come to me when you're weary. Come to me. You know, Jesus and the Father, um, they, they actually understand that we are dust way more than we do, right? <laughs> yes. That so, Psalm 103 uh, says he remembers we're dust. He remembers we're dust. And so, you know, as we come to the end of this show, you know, you, you may be weary. You may be, be fatigued, as we say, whether it's, it's emotionally, whether it's spiritually, or, or whether it's financially. And there are some just, and I'm just going to do a quick review. So recognize it. Give yourself grace or your spouse grace mm. to just recognize that, that you're tired, right? Okay, now let's see what we can do to put the brakes on, to, to get into the slow lane. Maybe you don't have to exit, but maybe you just need to get into the slow lane and create a rhythm that's sustainable. And, and, and there's one saying that says, you say no for a while so you can say yes to the good things mm-hmm. right so you're going you might find yourself saying no deciding we're going to say no to a whole bunch of things yeah and that may be in a sense just allow you to to keep keep the wheels on really and to say mm-hmm. keep things running we know don't look around for all yeah. of your friends don't yeah. look around for your community because we know the community is running at 200 miles an hour and so if that's not the pace that you can sustain right now Give yourself grace to do that. That's mm-hmm. okay. And then keep it simple. 
Get everything down to as simple as you can. Create a rhythm that is sustainable so that you can move on when the speed increases or if the speed increases, then you've got a sustainable rhythm to go. And if you can automate some of your payments too, that's that that's about the rhythm. That, that's things. a practical tip to do that. So Father, we just thank you so much for this morning. We thank you that you are the one that we are called to come to, to, to rest under the shadow of your wing, it says in the Psalms. Lord, I pray that each listener this morning would find that place for themselves in the next 24 hours even, to find out how much grace and rest and love you have for each one of us. Thank you. So if you need more Let's Talk Money, uh, chri.ca, on their website, we've got the shows posted there. We've got the shows posted on morethanenough.ca. We're on iTunes. Just search uh, Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. Um, just want to give a shout out to CHRI on their 20th anniversary yes. this year. We're so thankful that we can be part of their community here. So, And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.